So uh, do you, the uh, I can't stop thinking about the seed oil doctor. Can't stop thinking about it. We'll sum it up for what happened. God, where where to start? Yeah. Um, so there's a there's an account, and I mean, I guess for us, like it's kind of one of those things where. We weren't like necessarily talking about any one person. We we're talking about seed oils and stuff. Like it's kind of we we're just talking about like the reacting to a a meme that you see and basing an entire identity around it, using it as a catch-all thing for everything bad in the world. Is like is always somebody trying to sell you something on the other side of that, right? Yeah. I will say we yep. we have we have some wild we have some like kind of not non-conventional health takes on here, but it never comes with like a product that we sell to you. You know what I mean? Like that's not yet. That. Buy a, not yet. <laughs> exactly. that Alex, that Alex Jones fucking supplement arc is coming. It's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is coming. But nonetheless, the seed oil disrespector account. And I, I always got vibes. Like anytime I see like a, a health account and then it's got like an Apu, you know, frog thing going, I'm always like, all right, you know, what's okay. Like probably some funny shit, but like when it comes down to like the nitty gritty, I bet this is, this is going to be, you know, something, this is going to be somebody hiding something that, you know, is compromising to what they're trying to sell me. So I'm um, sure enough, that's what happened. So the seed oil disrespector guy was going at these other guys. There, I think there were some raw milk guys, which is a very, very feral part of Twitter. The raw, raw milk people. They will, they, I mean, you know, that's the reason we need to be armed. In the world. Uh, yeah, you know, is, is, the, is the raw milk community. They'll, they'll come at you. From the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I'll never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane, by the visit Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Real love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint. Job on a whip, who you with? And I think the seed oil guy definitely had a heat check moment when he was going at those people because all of a sudden, all this guy's dirty laundry gets put out in a Twitter thread. And you know, it's like, hey, you know, if there's a thing where it's like seed oil disrespector cheats on his wife, you're like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? That, that, uh, hey, what does that have to do with why I follow him? Right. You know, that stuff. This dude literally had the like fucking vaccination picture with the mask on getting the vax and he says like my kid has autism and guess what we still do i don't know if that was exactly the term but like like what he said but it was he used the word like you know i have a the autism like these vaccines are like fantastic it's like the most vaccine like vaccine save lives vaccine save lives. insane and, like t the type of thing like some i thought it was like did somebody doctor that you know what i mean to like make his picture look worse or something nope um and then after that, and and our guest here, my my fitness feelings has ha had some 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 words about this too. He had the classic patented mask selfie. Yeah, you know what I mean the the classic patented mask selfie that that almost is never coupled with a good take on the internet. Almost never. No, no, it's unforgivable. Really, I mean, there's just no reason to do it. I mean, what, like it hides your face. Yeah, it's just like it defeats, it defeats itself, you know. I mean, yeah. it's like wearing a—I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense. And then also, it's like, dude, 
who do you, who are you kidding with this? Like you, your audience are like esoteric right wing raw milk people. Like they don't want to see yeah. you in a mask. It's, no. it's seriously, it's retarded. I can't believe <laughs> he did that. It really it, uh, genuinely, I've, I have never, I still don't get it. Honestly, once I, I, still, once I heard he was it. a doctor, once I heard he was a doctor, I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tell all. And then, and then also there was like, uh, and I can't, I didn't save the thread, but there was a, th- a thing like that they were he was partnering with this company you know oh, that yeah, was yeah, the big yeah. one i mean this is where it gets crazy yeah this is uh, where it gets this is where my what i was babbling about at the beginning of this makes sense is you know somebody whenever somebody can isolate the all the ills of society and all the wrongs of society whether it's you know like i mean the seed oil stuff goes even to like oh i think kids are gay now because of it like you know that's that stuff like it goes that yeah. far the tentacles are reaching that far so when i say the things you know People, they always want to offer you a substitute that's made by some, you know, startup or something. And uh, I, God, I'm trying to find it right now. The, uh, the oh, it's uh, called Zero Acres Farms, which nice. is just a, yeah, it's just, just a disgusting name, really. I mean, it's, just, not it's nice. Like, it's not, I mean, yeah, it's not a farm. Like, I, I hate that, but yes. Yeah, that sounds like a Gates owned thing. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that sounds sounds like a like a Gates own thing. But yeah, it's this is like a seed oil alternative side. Do you remember like what was it? What was the yeah, stuff? They're like, just what? fermenting. I think they're doing like bioengineered fermented through like yeast or bacteria to produce fatty acids that produce oil that is not seed oil. So you're still it's like getting cooking oil from bacterial <laughs> sludge. Which again, I was like, what how is how are you gonna sell this to your audience? Like it's like like I'm not a keto guy, but like, but like keto guys are just yeah. It's like keto guys are just all like, you know, they're all like into ghee and butter and shit, which I respect way more than some dumbass biotech project. Once yeah. the biotech's in there, I'm out. I'm like, all right, yeah. you know, it's like, come on, this is no I'm sick. You know, I've never ah, dude, it's like the zero never, acre. Never is trust, great, yeah, man. never trust. Yeah, I just can't think ah. about it. like the name zero acre because I know where you're going with that. It's like yeah, it's, it's like. You won't even notice me, man. Zero acres. You're not even yeah. notice I'm here. I'm and then sneaking right into your dish, thing, man. Don't trip. They're doing the whole thing like, oh, well, you know, poor people can't afford uh, fat, like non-inflammatory fats. So we, and their whole thing, like, like this is somehow going to take off and all the world's, like all the, all the seed oil production economies are going to switch to this, you know, like these, oh yeah, zero acres. Let's, that sounds great. It's like. It's so ludicrous. It's such a ga- it's just a cash grab. Everyone's gonna when you know? when zero acres gets on the shelf of every store and fascistically gets rid of all the Mazzola products on the shelf. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, burning Fahrenheit uh four fifty one style almost, <laughs> I'm thinking, with flamethrowers and stuff. When when that happens, everyone will look at the sky at the same thing in the sky, and you don't know what it is. Very like Twin Peaks, you know, like looking at the sky, and then they'll all just become more masculine, stronger. Yep. Yeah, less Fahrenheit gay. Four four fifty one smoke point. I think is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, the uh, no, the that I that exactly. I could you could see you can you should be able to smell like a meme right away. You know what I mean? Like even like certain things that like you, you smell a meme diet, and you can always tell when you're arguing with somebody who's just like on a meme diet. And well, who, like, who was who was saying the memes that weren't even the good. Like they weren't even good memes that this guy was pumping out. He no, was he like, like it was legit, yeah. not f- that funny. And I would always see like, yeah, you know, nine thousand of your, you know, the people you follow, fucking, you know, follow this guy. So you, like, I would always see that shit. 
Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 But, but I just don't really get how he got that many followers. Because well, so that, I mean, that's the thing is this guy, the, the raw milk guy dug in and was like showing that he was, he was linked with the zero acre thing from the start of like their accounts or some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? He was like, he was, yeah. they were linked in, like they were the first friends, right? You know what wow. I mean? How, like when you're the first person you follow or whatever. So that's what it was like weird and bad about it is that it was clearly like an off, you know, just from, from and, top to bottom. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if someone's grifting. If someone's grifting, yeah. honey, like, I don't even care. Like, I'll be like, Dude, that, that's cool, you know? Yeah, but... That is so ridiculous. That would be like if my account turned out to be, like, a shill op for one of those weird... Uh, do you guys ever see those, like, don't... It's not, not a mask. It was, like, a weird, like, plastic, like, dome that, like, covers yeah. your face, you know? Yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really against masking, but I just want you to buy one of these, yeah. like, weird, yeah. like, head things. That is it's, so I mean, true. Yeah. It's such a betrayal of yeah. the the ethos. I mean, it's really yeah. seed oils uh, to me. I mean, I actually, I'm probably one of the very few people who have actually, I don't consume them at all. Like my girlfriend yeah. and I would make every, everything yeah. from scratch, basically. Respect. But yeah. it's like, an, it's a nutritional scapegoat. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, yeah, they're bad, but that's not really the problem. The problem is not just like one thing, right? That if you just eliminate that, then you can fix yeah. all you just, of your you problems. Summed up our whole, you just summed up everything we've been talking about for the last the, like 10 the, episodes. The, yeah. the mission <laughs> statement. Yeah. yeah. You, you, had, um, and I just wanted to pause it real fast. Um, you were talking about being a shill. Do you want to be a shill? Like, we're not recording right now. Like, do you want to be a shill for us? Like, can we turn yeah, it I can, I can be bought. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's, I'm thinking like some similar product to what you were talking about. Anyways, we're recording yeah. again. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, where were we? Uh, the, the, the uh, yeah, see, that, that shit is so funny. Like, you can, and guess what? Like, you said that. You're like, I don't cook with seed oil. Like, da, da, da. I never knew that about you. And that's cool. That's a fun fact you should, like, talk about once you talk to somebody for a while. And then you bring that out. This guy's like, hey, nice to meet you. I don't, I don't use seed oils. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, all right. You know? Yeah. And, like, that's like, the they fall into the, they fall into, like, the vegan like guys like that who run the accounts, they fall into like the vegan thing that people use where they're like, Hey, you ever met a vegan? Don't worry, they'll they'll tell you, you know, the first time yeah. they meet. and it's like that. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah. The seed oil people yeah. are like the fucking like the yeah. you know, it's like I like when that's just a fun thing I find out about. Say, hey, by the way, I don't eat any of that shit. Like you know, it's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like it's just funny when it's just like thrown at you. Uh-huh. It just and you can always tell there's some product behind it. So I, I just always thought that was hilarious. And and uh, yeah. And then he was always like, I had to get it for the hospital. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but you didn't have to make the post. <laughs> no. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. God, and he put it in black and white. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm sorry, dude, but like, come on. It's not that I'm like, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Yeah. He tried to set some Sarah McLaughlin music to it, but it, it wasn't, the technology wasn't I don't available. understand, man. I'm like, I like, I'm not trying to hate on any dude or anything, but I, man. <laughs> after, after, after 15 minutes. Of doing, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, but, no, I mean, I mean like a dude, like, I mean like a dude as in like a, like a masculine sense, like if. If you're posting yeah, right, more right, than right, like right, a right. few, if you're posting more than a few selfies as a dude, like a year, like it's just like what the. What's you your know? quota? I don't know, like three. It's Ooh. like, not, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's just like, so, like I don't know. I don't. It's just weird. Like all this internet shit, all this content creating shit. You especially like the, 
you know, like whether it's the YouTube or the TikTok or whatever, where you where you see people living their lives and you know they had to set up their camera and multiple angles to do yeah. it. You know, the it's like food one, the traveling yeah. food ones are great. I'm like, you had no fun. I bet. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or like yeah. the guy, like I saw, I saw one person doing it um, at a place over here that's kind of like historical or whatever. Oh, you know what it was? It was the Winchester Mystery House, dude. I'm like, which is the biggest psyop of all time. It's not like it's one of the worst places in the yeah. world. Like, don't ever go there. <laughs> yeah, and it costs like seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's horrible. And uh, and so I saw somebody doing that, and like they were at the like gift shop or something, and and because we were working a job over by there, and this and we saw this lady on the inside, and she's like, okay, like that was good. Now we need to take a bite, save a bite for the thumbnail later, like of the food, save a bite yeah. for like the thumbnail of the content like that yeah. we're making. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. Imagine every me every meal needing to be like like viewing the analytics on the meal that you ate. And it's like, yeah. well, that burger wasn't quite worth, you know, uh, you did get 1200 views on the yeah. burger, but it was exactly. 2850. Yeah. 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 It's rough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my fitness feelings is back. He's back. Uh, and like I said, I was telling you off, off air that uh, the last time you came on and that was our Christmas episode. I remember we like pre-recorded that for, for Christmas um was, I, I don't typically remember like who came on when and like when that was but i have vivid memories of that one and i got i believe i got covid the next week so would you care oh to damn, you damn care to sorry dude yeah, yeah i mean uh you know uh yeah i'm vaccinated so i don't know how that happened I, i'm like quadruple triple you know i've been getting all the Just think if you weren't yeah yeah, yeah. um no i'm actually not but uh yeah i that was a very festive episode as i recall Mm -hmm. it was respected man people people yeah. liked it people liked it and uh so um i don't know if you always give away where you are but you're in the midwest chicago yeah okay there you go that's fine uh yeah um, that city not not the best for for people who didn't get a couple jabs um no. how has it been how, how has it been out there I mean, I have my ways, I guess, of getting around things, but, um, you know, dude, it kind of blows, honestly. I mean, it's not even so much, I mean, all the restrictions and, and all that stuff is obviously terrible, but the worst thing was just, just seeing the way the culture transformed. It's like the city basically, in a matter of months, pretty much just imploded. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. Like the downtown, you know, Chicago, the crime isn't exactly great here and it was sort of held it was sort of held in check by this you know very favorable ratio of like normal commuting like kind of really? business people who would become oh. coming into the city like keeping the crate like you know you just there's enough like normal business people around it just kind of like limits what can happen fundamentally yeah. but once you once you got rid of all of them i mean it was just nothing but you know people shooting each other in weird Chicago land, like gang feuds. And, and then you combine that with, um, you know, the, the libs here just went insane. I mean, they really did. I had there was like a year of just crazy. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it was just like in San Francisco, really. I mean, just people, you know, mm -hmm. just losing their mind over it, but it's, it's a little bit better now, you know, the masks and all that stuff kind of receded. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it and taking it for what it is. Yeah, we're in a weird post space right now for all these metropoli, metropolises, you know, where, I don't know, it's kind of everyone's, we're like, no one forgot what we just went through, but we're all trying to move on. And some people are trying to ignore where they stood on these issues, you know? 
Yeah. You, ever, you, you got people being nicer to you these days? I have people being nicer to me. You know what I mean? Does that happen to you guys? Where, like, people oh, that weren't, sure. it weren't so... Yeah. Crazy, you know? People yeah. just talk in the store now. Yeah. Like, that's what I've noticed. Like, I was no, I was in, uh, like, a, what is it? Like a, like, a... I think it was Target or something like that. And I just remember, like, it was so... I didn't realize how eerily quiet... You ever, like, be somewhere where, like, a, just a low, like, humming noise is happening? Like, maybe some construction outside or something? Yeah. And then, like, once it stops, you're like, I never remember anything ever being this quiet you know like after the after that humming stops and what what it's like out here is you go in the store and like people are like chatting and talking to each other and you're like man like i don't maybe they haven't just like i in my head i always thought like oh people were saying things in the store and stuff and it's like man no everybody just had their head down mm. like in this weird like like clinical trial thing like you know what i mean where people are just like going through a store like they have a contest like they're shopping for like a chop dish or something like it's just it's, it's just so insane all these like instacart people and like walking around but now like you know it's it's people are still fighting going back to like regular regular life out here people that got like accustomed to it but it has been nice i haven't had to wear a mask anywhere um they, they did the mandate where they're like you know, only if you're vaccinated, like you don't have to wear a mask. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, yeah okay. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. So it's so right funny. on honor system. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. yeah exactly. My girl <laughs> went to the Trader Joe's out here, mm-hmm. uh, maskless, and you know the the fucking the Portland one of the Portland Trader Joe's, and it's everyone. It's like more people are wearing masks now than before, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we're all like, you know, when these people go to Fred Meyer, they're not wearing masks, you know. And we didn't wear them, you know. And it's fucking, yeah. yeah. But it was just, it's crazy. Portland is insane, man. It's crazy. I, yeah. I love the loyalists. I've been, oh yeah, the seeing the loyalists out in public, like because the, they, you know, everybody, you know, the 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 take you see often, they're like, dude, who cares if they're if they want to still wear a mask? Like, who cares? Oh, I have two problems with that. One, I need like a month of like a mask ban. Like I just yeah. need one because no, I just I need I need fascism my way for like a month. You know what I mean? Nothing yeah, yeah. crazy. You know, I just I just a mask man. Wear one. You can't yeah, wear you just no. Hey, June first, no problem. But till then, you know, like I just I need I need that. And two, they don't think that way. They are thinking like they're like I, everyone's stupid except me, like Homer Simpson gif, and like they're all looking around and they're like, man, if. We, I wouldn't have to wear one if everyone would wear one. Or so like they have like this, you know, you could see that look on their face. Yeah. And uh that's always been fun. And it's like, you know, I go to some stores and it's it's masked up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's still masked up. I'm like the only one in there, which still does feel weird because you you're you have this compulsion to like, even if you don't want it, you're like, oh my God, am I like is it gonna be okay? Like, you know, and and so that's it's been yeah. it's been fascinating. I keep seeing the this take that's like we need to keep the mask mandates because to make the people not because we need it, but just so the people who want to keep wearing them feel comfortable. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. that there's, that there's even an audience for that article is so despicable. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's like, how could you, I couldn't live with myself if I thought I was going to make like, Oh, I'll just deface society forever. We'll just like destroy society just because I'm like awkward going into a, bed bath and beyond or whatever with my like mask it just yeah. it's it's a really a shocking level of like i don't know weakness i mean honestly on the on behalf of these people yeah, yeah. exactly and like you know everybody's thinking about because i i've been really disgusted seeing like out of new york you know everybody's seen the eric adams video i'm sure of him in the oh in the yeah club. with that re- what is going on with that lady next to him i don't know if anybody's seen that video <laughs> but that lady that's dancing next to him i'm just like what 
just ex- let's explain that for a second. Like, I just have a question to him for him about that personally. I'd be like, what was, what, was, what was with that lady dancing? Like, she was like, was that ASAP Rocky show or something? Was that what that something? Was? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He looked like he was working security there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just, he was just like, can't vibe at all at this show. Like, where, yeah, it's like, dude, I'll, I'll say this. Like, if you're going to be a hypocrite, like, I need to see you living. At least Gavin Newsom went to fucking French laundry. Was like, ha, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, at least, at least he got his money's worth. Like, Eric Adams just went and stood around without a mask. Like, you know. You know yeah, I mean? it was just it was just dumb. But what about what I sent you today? That interview where that one yeah. was like, like, hey, why are you still masking toddlers? And he's like, man, New York City is like no other city on earth, man. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> we do shit like they do in the other cities. It ain't gonna work in New York, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like what? And you know, we're we're going through a, a, a potential uh, governor change. Maybe we'll see in California. And, oh yeah! Uh, oh, how, much, yeah. how much you want yeah. to speak on this? On your thoughts on your developing thoughts? Oh me? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 I've got. Yeah. So I didn't know much about him, uh, Michael Schellenberger. That's kind of the hot name now of among the the dissidents. Like, oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna do it. And I, you know, I remember uh, Sai and I texting, and you know, I to some people's delight, to some people not delight. Uh, you know, the homeless take that was said a couple weeks ago. Sounds a little similar to what Michael Schellenberger has been saying. And uh, so I looked deeper into him. I listened to his Rogan interview. And so how many red flags did you count in the first hour? A lot. At least a lot. And we'll, well, I want to get to you, the one that that you that we haven't really spoke on um, actually on the show at all, I don't think. But we'll get to that. Uh, no, nah, no. Nah, My, Michael, <laughs> Michael Schellenberger is a libtard. Okay, I just want I just want people to know that like I like you vote for him. I'm not telling you to vote for him. I'm not telling you not to vote for him. Just know you're voting for a libtard. I don't think he's as bad as Gavin Newsom. I don't think that's. The case. Oh, not even close. I don't man. think so at all. Yeah. But like you could dude. you could have a conversation with that guy and like have a reasonably good. But that's time, the problem you know? is he's swayed by a fucking conversation. Literally that like that's what I hate is he's one of those guys that will like, oh, well, I just want to go to the marketplace of ideas and talk to the smartest. He's person. an IDW guy. And then yeah. like, guess what? Sometimes that guy's Bill Gates. You know what I mean? And he's just like, we're going to do this. And he's like, just talk to Bill. Great talk. Like, he's like one of those guys. Like, he's like, I'm thinking that we go with the paperless ID system and, uh, you know, (laughs) like, like I used to think the microchips are crazy. Trust me, dude. I worked for George Soros. You know what I mean? I used to think that stuff was crazy, but like, and and I, that's the other thing. He's like, worked for George Soros for a while. And like, we're already in this, you know, I, I got love and respect for Dr. Robert Malone, but it's like, when we couple that with people who used to work for George Soros that we're trusting to save us, people who used to make mRNA technology, I don't know why we're getting constantly the people that were making shit that ruins people's lives. And now they're going to fix it for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not trusting Dr. Robert Malone to solve COVID. Like, you know what I mean? That's not what we're doing, but I have to trust a guy who Michael Schellenberger, his COVID takes. And now look. Everybody in March is allowed to be scared. There's a grace period, right? I mean, I, I'll, yeah. let's be real. A lot of people were, I mean, myself included, right? Like, but he has these threat. He has a threat on like March 15th that is like god awful because not not that he's scared of the virus. He says this number like, hey, it's going to kill like 10 million. I I was skeptical at first, but it's going to kill like 10 million people, like you know, uh-huh. over the next. So he had this like crazy model they had, and then like all of a sudden he's like. Climate change is all the liberals care about. We need to care about this. We need to care about COVID. Like people are dying. People are dying. And uh, and then he's like, we need to do. We need more. We need the NGOs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need the NGOs that are funded that the Democrats, you know, 
champion and support the ones that they do for climate change, which isn't as bad as I say, we need that for pandemics. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, regardless. Wait, what? Yeah, I'll DM you the thread right now. The NGOs Mr. will save uh, yeah. us from, from future pandemics. Oh, yeah, which is like, bro, like, wait a... Like, that's, that's like never the, that's okay the seed, to that's say. The seed oil guy. That's like, yeah, yeah that's, the biotech yeah, will save us from the seed oil. That's literally... I'm, yeah. I'm just... I'm gonna... I, you know, this is bad uh, bad etiquette for a podcast, but I'm, I'm gonna send uh, my fitness feelings the uh, uh, the thing in his DM right now. I want him to take a look. I sent you a one reply. The reply... Okay, I'll, I'll read it, right? Just that way. One guy... There's a huge lengthy thread. And then this guy says, this guy asks him, tweets at him and says, don't the agencies which have, which have been doing that work for decades have a pretty hefty budget? It's not like the work doesn't exist. It's that the politicians don't listen, blah, 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 stuff like that. So Michael Schellenberger replies, yes, but no organized advocacy movement of NGOs exists for pandemic mitigation and preparedness like, like exists for climate. And advocacy is hugely important in shaping policy agendas. Look at the high priority of climate for climate for Democrats compared to pandemics. And, you know, when we talk to people like Dr. Jonathan Latham, who are talking about like, no, I'm sorry, there's plenty of funding for these fucking virus things. You know what I mean? We like spend money on. Oh, anthrax. yeah. We still spend money on anthrax shit, dude. Like stuff like that. Like, we're there. All this stuff's coming in. But the, my problem with these IDW guys is and I, I I probably am reacting to this harshly just because it's where I you know I, I'm this could, this guy could run the place and they will always never say we need to get rid of the institution right or at least not lean on the institution it's that the institution can be saved by competent people and yeah. it, it's like one they kind of create this fallacy where like there's people aren't it's not it's not a lack of intelligence it's having the wrong take you know what i mean i know some of the smartest people in the world with the worst takes you know what yeah. i mean and like that these are the people that can get by get over on these idw guys that's yeah not, that's i think i think that's really well said and i was thinking because i was posting about um ivan illich earlier today and he has a his, his take on institutions or his theory of institutions is basically that any institution basically produces the opposite of what of the need it's intended to solve so like yeah. the police become criminals the media lies to you you know doctors make you sick and yeah. so on and so on right it's always kind of the opposite and i think the the danger that you're pointing to with these like schellenberger sort of deal is that if you start thinking along those lines like the problem is actually is the institution itself in some sense having a more competent institution is actually worse, right? It can do more damage. I mean, it has like more money. It's got more competent people. It's got better technology. They've got NGOs like agitating for it to be able to do even more. That's like the worst situation you could possibly have. I would much rather have just some incompetent like fool running things, you know, at least they might make a mistake, you know, or something. Right. But, yeah. uh, like optimized technocratic control, like we need to get even more vaccines, even more people like that is, it's terrifying. It's really not, it's not good. No, no, it's, it's, you know, it was, it's what, it's why Jordan Peterson who, okay. Like, all right, let's talk about IQ, right? A lot of the, what do you think? Do you think these guys, Sai, you're, you're somebody I could trust to say this. What do you think those guys, and I know you and I trust this metric, the way other people do or apply it to everything. Do you think almost all these IDW guys, they probably have like high IQs, right? Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, yeah. They're like smart guy. I mean, like, you know, the wine scenes, they're smart guys. They, they have high IQ and they, 
they care about that metric. That's all Jordan Peterson talks about is like yeah. psychology and IQ and like that's his whole fucking thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh but yeah, it's like we all know anyone that's spent any time around a Mensa guy, which is by definition a high IQ mm. and knows it individual, knows that I try, I try people, not to, but it happens. Yeah. Those, <laughs> yeah. Those people are not going to solve any of our problems like everyone knows everyone knows that instinctual yeah everyone you know what i mean yeah oh yeah yeah i mean the thing about intelligence too that i think people don't get is everyone imagines it's only externally facing right Uh, whereas i think people that are really smart they're also really good at like tricking themselves you know like they're better at lying to themselves and you know whatever and um it's, so it's not that they necessarily get things right, but they're oftentimes just better at justifying their own kind of bullshit, right? And that's not necessarily yeah. good, you know what I mean? Like, oftentimes you just find, like, more complex rationalizations for the things that you already want to do, which, you know, I'm not, like, always into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I mean, I guess where I was getting at with the IQ point is, like, okay... I, I this is not meant to like to our horn or anything. I don't have a high IQ. I've never I've never tested it, but I just know I don't have what they have, and I I think I'm around like probably I'd probably say it's like around a hundred, if not lower. Like I just I don't like I did that. I, I I took geometry three times in high school. I'll I'll admit it. I took took it three times in high school, and it's not because I loved it. You know, it was it was it was it was rough. You know, the shapes get me, and I know the IQ test isn't it mostly shapes. <laughs> It's like well, I have like, no idea. It's, oh, yeah, it's like I, spatial, took, I took like, it's like a fake ass on, uh, it's online like a spatial, one. It's yeah. like, will this block fit into this thing? Yeah. If you rotate oh, it's not it. to count how many triangles are in this fucking thing. Okay, I mean, probably. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah. So I took it. I took it. I took a test online, right? And you know, I'll let you guys determine maybe what this means for my intelligence because I I took the IQ like find out your iq and i i get through the test and i'm like this is insane like you know what i mean like, what the fuck is this shit like how did i'm like these people are the ones that are making decisions for for my life yeah. as people that can count how many fucking triangles are in a circle or something <laughs> like, yeah sick you know and then uh so anyways i get done with it and it says like you know finish and it's like okay to get your score that's going to be 35 dollars <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm like well only a low iq guy would pay to find out that's the way that's the test that's the only part of the test yeah that i think i think i maybe i'm i think i'm 140 actually yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah you just get 140 if you don't pay that's that's how it works <laughs> Damn, yeah i like that that dude that would be such a good fake like website to have like that. And, then, and, then, and then charge like you know what i mean charge like you just keep it and like give them a arbitrary score that doesn't really yeah. matter but <laughs> but yeah. Then if they don't pay, it's like you're a fucking genius, dude. Like you, you got this. Well, it's crazy when the because these people are trying to. The thing that got me, I don't know where where you guys stand. We we could talk if you want to get into this now about the whole energy crisis and nuclear and solar and yeah. wind and fracking and all that shit. Because I hear. Well, first off, what is he? What I mean, he's like the guy, the nuclear guy, right, Schellenberger? He's nuclear and fracking and basically. He's out on solar and wind Big time. as being like dramatically unsustainable and things like that. Now I'm I I like I'm more of a, I'm like a I'm like a wind and solar defender in this in this cut we're in this age where it's two elements. It's like, Are you gonna be anti those two elements? We're yeah, exactly yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's like we're we're in this age where uh 
everyone's got the pro nuclear take and like you know those take where it's like you know it's like it's like uh it's my same thing with and i'm not saying any of you guys agree with any of this shit but it's the same thing where everyone has the cholesterol doesn't have heart disease doesn't cause heart disease take mm-hmm. which is like maybe it was like maybe it was overblown that cholesterol did cause heart disease but now it's the complete opposite you know now it's like that with wind and solar where it's clear that wind and solar aren't going to solve like all our energy problems, but now people like hate them and think they're terrible. Right. Mm. And I'm kind of like, and I'm kind of like, well, hang on, like on both those issues. I'm kind of like, I'm like, I'm like, there's not, I'm not willing to throw the baby out with the bathwater here kind of thing. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, but it's, and I did, I, it granted, I did work for one of my old jobs was I, I worked for a wind, like a wind lab, like a wind, uh, energy place mm, so and that guy's we have a compromised take yeah no, well it's kidding. like and well i'm just saying like that <laughs> the guy i worked for was legit one like talking about high iq that guy fucking was it, was it george solar roast yeah <laughs> is that his name george so so roast yeah yeah, yeah. was he but was i he, mean yeah that's no gone sorry my whole thing like i like the the solar and wind, and I, I guess I like solar better than wind, uh, but I'm pro disruptive technologies that that are decentralized, right? And that's what solar is, right? Mm-hmm. Nu- something like nuclear is, by definition, ex- extremely centralized, right? It's mm-hmm. you know it has to be centralized. Um, there's other things like microhydro, things like that, but I. You know, I don't know where I stand all that stuff, but I, I know that like a lot of these these new kind of reactionary critiques of wind and solar are like a little bit overboard and a little bit they're they're falling into some myths. And um, uh, I just don't think we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. <clears throat> they, they, they have a place on the they have a place in here. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about solar or or nuclear. I just know nuclear scares the hell out of me because I. I'm like I'm honestly like there's people that are like Fukushima truthers and he was one of them Michael Schellenberger he's like literally one person died of radiation I'm like yeah, okay I I, just, I don't know man like I that stuff scares me this I I like your idea of you know decentralized uh, Yeah the I, Fukushima I, I, thing Yeah I've been seeing this Elon Elon they're all saying it on Rogan Elon was saying the same shit right mm-hmm. how or no I think it was on Lex Friedman or whatever but the how he was going over there and eating the vegetables from Fukushima to prove that it's safe and everything. And it's like, man, it's, <laughs> I like how they say that the modern, the, <laughs> that with, you know, modern, modern nuclear are, is safe now. Like, like, you know, third or fourth or whatever gen, we're on fifth gen reactors. We figured it out and they can't melt down and they can't do X, Y, or Z. But then this stuff keeps happening and I know, I, I know people are going to say that it's because Fukushima wasn't one of these new uh, reactors or whatever. But um, I don't know. And I, I just, I'm sorry, the fallibility of, of humanity. And I know that uh, um, there's some, definitely some ardent Rare Candy fans that will disagree with us on this. But yeah. But uh, yeah. You're, you're not in good standing with them right now either. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. I'm, yeah, we're, I'm trying to. This is like your third straight week of PSYOPs. Like yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah, that, that's my whole. Th- yeah, I don't know. I you think guys that... have 
you have pro like a lot of pro nuclear fans. I'm just kind of curious about that. I don't know if we do. I we I don't think we've talked about this like at all. I I don't I don't think we have. I see a lot of that going around though. Like like where they're like nuclear yeah. is the way. Nuclear is the way. A lot of people like Schellenberger because of that. Like yep. a lot of people do. Um, you know, and I I I, I don't know. Like I, I I can't say I'm like oh this, you know I I I I I used to temp at some solar company too, and it was kind of like a. I don't know. It just seemed kind of fake, to be honest. Yeah. What we were doing. Like, I was just like, this is, <laughs> I just felt like very Homer, Homer Simpson. Like, just like, yeah. I mean, I, ironically, that's nuclear, but like, you know, I, yeah. I kind of was like, I just felt like having like this really dumb, like Homer Simpson style job, like at this, at this place and <laughs> just fiberglass floating everywhere and, yeah. and just like probe wires, like testing energy stuff. And I don't, I, I have no idea the effect of it. I mean, could, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this. Could we run, Society as it is, do would we have to make changes for solar energy? Like, would we have to? Yeah, like, solar you couldn't. Um, we couldn't use as much as we do. What you need is, I think you need a mix of. I mean, a like many. First of all, solar panels they last a long time, and and the what what everyone's saying is you can't recycle. I looked into the recycling thing because um, we were talking about this in the Discord and and I think in one of my DMs or whatever, but the. I looked into it, and the recycling thing is a little bit overblown. That we can't recycle solar panels. It's it's extremely um. It's it's they use extremely conservative estimates for how long they last and how quickly they degrade, and generally it's like a good 10, 15 years further than that. So if we slapped every every if we slapped solar panels on everything now, every house, every community, blah blah blah, um, we could we could basically you know we we could buy ourselves a good 40, you know, 40 years of time before we'd have to recycle the new solar panels being put now, which I'm sure we would have much better technology to be able to recycle them in 40, 50 years and much better solar panels than to replace them with. Does that make sense? Uh, It does. And and, uh, where else is I going with this? And yeah, and my whole thing is like, you know, I don't think I'm not, I don't think we should necessarily have giant, fields full of solar i think solar should be should be disruptive it should be on every surface that isn't you know like most roofs could have solar even in cold climates even in cold weather and all in cloudy mm-hmm. weather and all that stuff to where it would just removes it would just be such a huge it'd be like waking up and finding an extra you know 25 grand in your bank account and you'd be like oh shit i got some breathing room now like oh you know i could i could uh, i could you know what i mean it's just like one of those things where if we did that as a, as a species, you know, where we could just cut electricity costs to the home, still have everything linked up to the grid, still have everything, you know, all that stuff. Um, I just think it's it's just uh, there's so many benefits towards having a, a stopgap and like a like an alternative and just something to break up this whole centralized thing that we got going on. And then from there yeah. to to, ge- to generate stuff as a society. The whole thing is like batteries, right? Do we have enough batteries? And I think there are a lot of problems with the batteries and the, the cars and the Tesla and all that stuff. And I think that's the bigger, way bigger problem than the solar panels is the batteries. But in terms of like societal energy, a battery is just, you know, a store of energy. Like we, we could have a battery as a society. We could, we could pump water up a hill during the daytime with solar and wind and stuff like that 
and then use that energy at night by releasing its potential energy and, and cranking a turbine, you know, like a, like a, like a water turbine by releasing water down the hill. You know what I'm saying? That's a battery. Technically that's a very low tech battery. <clears throat> so everything we're trying to do everything with tech now with the highest possible tech. And of course that's going to be part of it, but I'm saying like just using fucking gravity and like water mechanics and stuff like that. We can solve a lot of problems cover huge uh you know because everyone's worried about nighttime you know because of cities and stuff like that um uh yeah so though i don't know i've been ranting for a while but i just think there's so many like cool little things solar hot water is another one that's my favorite one where it's like where um you know like and you know huge percentages of like the mediterranean get all their hot water from solar hot water which is complete super low tech uh super easy lasts forever free you know, and it's just little things like that. We, we need like a patchwork of all this stuff with some heavy hitter stuff. But I just, you know, when, when you run the numbers, like society needs X, you're of course you're going to be like a oh, solar and wind are fucking retarded and we need nuclear. But I'm saying it's like that, that's kind of like a straw man as is like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. What, yeah, yeah. What do you think? No, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I, I think I was, I was, yeah, I was struck by a few things in relation to the solar wind stuff and nuclear stuff, the Schellenberger. I mean, the thing I get about the, the nuclear bro sort of archetype, the sense I get from those people, and I, I, I find it it's understandable to me, but my, my position on that is something like, not from a technical standpoint, but it just seems almost like a bit of a power fantasy. Like the idea is that nuclear is like this unlimited amount of energy and that will somehow yeah. solve all of our problems. Yeah. And sometimes I think that, you know, we get a little bit trapped by modern thinking about that, that like the solution is we need like endless amounts of energy. Yeah. But honestly, I don't really think that's true, right? I actually yeah. think it's like we have, we seem to have like more than enough shit going on. Like the, you know, a lot of the problems are that people are lonely and like disconnected. They don't have meaningful work. Yeah. It's like particularly physical work to do yeah. that, you know, that gives them some meaning. It's like, I don't, why, what are we going to do with all this other energy, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. what, what's sort of one critique I have. And then the second is the Schellenberger type of person does seem to be obsessed with this idea of centralization, right? Yeah. Like the nuclear thing. Oh. But also I was looking, it's like at his homeless solution. Cause I've always heard, that's how I heard about the guy. Yeah, like yeah. His, his whole homeless thing. And like, it was, I would have to say it was kind of horrifying what he was suggesting. I was like, oh, I thought this was just like some, you know, he wants to have a little bit like tougher, like cops or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in reality, it's like he wants to create this like cow psych centralized like state thing that can like deploy. It's so NGO, like, it's so NGO like yeah. weird. Yeah. His documentary is named San Francisco, which I thought is kind of like a little over, you know, that's a little weird. Am I the only one? It's a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit and, much. and then like, yeah. he's like, we're going to just YouTube have these. Thumbnail. Yeah. Very. Right. It's like, and it's like basically, I mean, they call them homeless shelters. And I look, I'm not for like homeless encampments everywhere, but you know, it's like, it sounds like he just really wants to have this cow psych thing, like round the homeless up and put them into camp. Okay. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like, yeah. I'm like, damn dude, that's, it's a little bit like, that's not super. I don't love that. I have to be honest. And it, it seems. What do you think about and the national guard? The national guard. He wants to invoke the national guard, and he's like he immediately. He's like only temporarily, only in a non-military context. You know, he's kind of. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't want. I don't want anyone who worked for George Soros like invoking the national guard, like under yeah. any circumstances. Honestly, like, I just don't. I just don't trust that. I just don't. Yeah. 
And so there's a guy, I want to say his name is Sean Collins, who's running. He's running as a Republican um, in, uh, yeah, in, in California. And like his, you know, I'm, I'm taking stuff from his side. I haven't really watched any interviews with him. Yeah, I'm not endorsing this guy or anything, but like, I'm just like, the problem with, with people is they hear, and, and again, not to speak ill of like Rogan and stuff, but like people will hear stuff on Rogan and people will be like, that's the only guy in the world with that idea Yeah, when they, when they see him on there. And it's like literally everybody else. It's such a hot ticket item because it's such a fucking problem in California. Everybody's got some solution for it. Like yeah. that's running for governor. It's like you. What are you doing running if you don't have like a, a coherent take on homelessness, whether you implement it or not? You have to have the coherent take to run. Um, and, you know, like Sean Collins, big thing is like these are people that need to be in mental health facilities. These are people that need drug treatment facilities. It's one or the other. He says there's very and and he even cites he goes there's a difference between the people who, who the have nots and the will nots. Yeah, people know guys that are homeless that are you know just down on a luck in between jobs. You know something happened big big catastrophic event in their life and they're typically not the people that need to be in mental institutions and stuff. So he basically you know says says that and he, and he says nothing about the national guard and anything like that. And I think that's what most people want honestly is like that's what most people want. They don't want this like insane like homeless rehabilitation like NGO project that this guy's doing. You know what I mean? Like with like no like, yeah they don't want that. They just are like look I shouldn't have to think about this. This is not the working person's burden. You know what I mean? This is something that if you can get them in mental facility because, because some people are some people can be saved. Some people just need to be monitored for the rest of their life. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just a that's a that's a real take. Like it's just I've there's some bad things that that go on when you let people that are just not stable um, uh, just go out there because for one, you don't have a place for them or for two, the place you have for them is right next to the freeway sign, you know, and that's just. You know, I, I there's other people that have these coherent takes, so I do just urge people to go go check out, you know, people like Sean oh. Collins, and then and then go back to Schellenberger. If you like that, then you like that. That's that's your decision, you know. Yeah. Well, to, I, it's like, yeah, like exactly like what you said. That where sometimes someone gets a big platform and they call out the problem, and then mm -hmm. people immediately think they have to like that guy's solution. What do you guys think? Okay, I this is I'm just thinking of this now. I think I vaguely thought about this the other day, just by myself, but. What do you guys think about this? Because obviously, like, the progressive agenda in California is everyone blames it, and as do I, the big reason why we're in the mess, you know, in terms of a lot of issues with the homeless thing and everything. But what do you think about the conservatives kind of blaming all that on progressives or whatever, but then kind of ignoring, like, like the like the, cons the 80s Reagan Reaganism conservative definitely had a big part to do with that shit right and like are, oh yeah are we just we, yeah you can't turn the mental institutions out in the 80s that's, that's literally what, what happened in california yeah. so yeah, it's just it's, there's this weird thing where like 20 <clears throat> years passes 40 years passes and then everyone on each and this happens on both sides but everyone forgets the role that their ideology played oh, in creating the problem, yeah. you know what i mean exactly it's just yeah kind of like everyone's blaming the libtards now but it's so, like, so it's, it's like yeah it's like yo like we need to not we need to like understand how this became the inception of this like how how it you know how it, well, how it yeah. sprouted basically. and it started it started there right but why did yeah. they all go to california though that's yeah. on the libs in my yeah. opinion yeah 100%. that's on the libs we literally allow people to just do drugs out here like i yeah. mean you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. that's the state that's what it is you have no joke like a dirtbag leftist as the da in san francisco i'm not that is not hyperbole <laughs> that was like an online dirtbag left guy that was He's got like, a patreon yeah, <laughs> yeah. look him up dude like yeah. I, if that dude doesn't have a chapo patron fucking thing I'll, I'll i owe you some money that's all i'm gonna say like there's there 
seriously, like this guy's, uh, you know, the shoplifting under nine. It's a flop and a failure. The shoplifting ban. It's, it's a failure. OK, like if and, oh, yeah. and everybody knows it's a failure, but some people are like, yeah, that's good. It's a failure because then we're going to overthrow the system because it's failing so hard. It's like, I, no. Yeah, sorry. And and so it just it's that's not that's not what's going to happen. You don't even want it to happen because you won't even make the changes. You know what I mean? In your yeah. in your actual life, you know, you're still going to have your job that allows you to post epic fucking lay Reddit epic leftist quotes all day and stuff like you. You know, you anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have you have the people. So I do think like, yeah, obviously in the 80s, when you turn out the mental institutions and just mix them into society you know what i mean and just pepper them in kind of like launder them in that say of course you're gonna have a lot of violent crime these people a lot of people are not fit for one reason or another whether they're veteran whether they're on drugs not all not all these people are like you know my homeless takes sound kind of harsh i guess to our listeners sometimes but like i don't necessarily think it's all their fault some people it is i mean it's, it's just it, it, some people it is and i know some people unfortunately that are that were just their own decisions got them there. But, you know, some of these people served the country, did other things like that. And and for one reason or another, stuff went wrong. And yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean, like, go back and live your life in, in society. So, like, you do have to have a place for these people. That does cost money. That does mm -hmm. cost taxpayer money. I mean, it is what it is. And I hate that. That is an issue that you have trouble with with the conservatives out here talking to is like, OK, where are you going to put them? Sometimes the answer isn't something i even want to say right now but like that's not a feasible answer right <laughs> like the one the one that where people are like well i know what to do with them you know that's not a feasible answer like that's you have to have a place to put these people the ones that are the, the ones that you know just aren't fit for society which i'd say is a, a pretty overwhelming percentage just optically from what i see um and you you can't have both right you can't have the you know society where we get rid of all these you know overfunded institutions well it turns out that one was important and, and we, right. learned, we learned over the last 40 years that it was very, very important, you know, to, to at least at least to to just make people feel a little bit safer. Hmm. Right. I mean, I think the thing, too, that, that conservatives, particularly the Reagan sort of conservative, really like the free market conservatives, they dodge blame on is that. I think it's really the the marketization and the, the kind of the financialization of society is hugely responsible for sort of the conditions that create homelessness. I was talking to, that was a few weeks ago now, but this guy was like, he's like an urbanist, like some professor studies like cities. You know, we, we were talking about it and like, you know, he's, he's Armenian and he was talking about how there are no homeless Armenians because Armenians have a really strong cult-like communities in, in LA, for example. Like they, they really stick together. And so if somebody's down on their luck or they're having, you know, emotional problems or mental problems, like another Armenian family will take them in, right? They've got cousins and people there. So that they're not, they don't, often they don't end up homeless the way that a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of the reason too, why there's so much homelessness today is because there's just no, like, it's kind of a cultural failure in some sense, more than it is like a, an economic problem of, um, I, could, I don't know. I could be talking. Yeah. 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 So I just think there's like an element too where it's like, you know, Reagan and people like that who really pushed this sort of intense marketization, they like, there's no doubt that the, the liberals like mismanage it. But I think that that really didn't help. You know, I really, that did not, it did not yeah. help the situation, you know? Yeah. And also the, you know, the, the thing is, is like the, the, a lot of, 
I think a lot of conservatives, they see, well, look at like what Jordan, this is like the third time I brought him up, but it's like all of these IDW guys, like Jordan Peterson talks about like dominance hierarchies all this time and stuff. And so that's a huge part of like the conservative thinking is these innate dominance hierarchies, which I'm not saying don't exist, but that's not part of the liberal ideology is dominance hierarchies. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But this conservative thing, you kind of had this thing where like you, I don't know, maybe I'm straw manning, uh, maybe I'm straw manning these guys, but so like, I don't know, keep me in check here, but y- you know, a lot of the conservative ideology, they, they see homeless as like, le- like almost like less than human a lot of times. Right. And like, the problem is like you, if you think that you're not going to be the guy to solve that problem, but then the liberal side sees everything that's fine and dandy and it's just maybe it's just people down on their luck or can't pay their rent or whatever and so they're like too soft on it and they don't see it as like you know like you know you, you just can't have hard drugs as a society be rampant and not <laughs> no. you know what I mean? it's like yeah you, you can't can... elect a fucking chapo leftist as your fucking no. da and be like actually it's fucking sick that he smokes meth and yeah like, yeah like, dude, exactly it's fucking yeah. sick dude what you can't handle meth or what yeah. like you but know. I mean, I think a lot of people, like our society, like, just like, it, look at what's happening. Like, you know, the, the, the lower and middle, middle class, you know, the, the financial opportunities for everyone keep shrinking under that. This, this hierarchy thing keeps exploding and we can't, you, you know, it's like part of our, part of humanity craves that we crave being better than other people in whatever domain or whatever kind of weird made up system and rules that we have uh, in this game that we all play. Uh, so I think I think it's fucked up, but like, you know, subconsciously, I think we almost like, I think I think a part of society. I'm not saying like all individual people or whatever, but we almost like the homeless thing because at least we're better than someone. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, mm, uh huh, yeah. And it's kind of fucked up, and it's yeah, like at least I'm not that guy. Exactly, yeah, and it's yeah, it's, but there should be like two of those guys in town, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like yeah. The problem. The, okay, when I was growing up, like I grew up in the same place, so this is a, a good litmus test. I have lived in the same place, like at least a yeah. you know six mile radius of it. So it's not like it's like you know, it's not like it's I'm from another city and you, know, you say, oh, I heard from this. No, like there were like. I'm not saying I'm not going to say two. That's that's there was there was much more than that. But growing up, but like you kind of knew and like it was like a novelty. You're like, there's the hey, there's the guy. He'll jump out of the bush. Watch out. Like, you know, like that there was, it was the guy. But now it's like, OK, like there. And again, maybe we can't we can't seed oil the homeless thing. Right. We can't be like, well, because of, well, of this, that's why there's there's homeless. No, there's a lot of factors on why somebody looks like the fucking Mulholland Drive creature that pops out behind the dumpster and scares you. Like, you know, there's yeah. a, there's a long list of reasons why human beings turn into that. And, you know, it's it's every, it's it's a failure as a society, uh, you know, Democrat and Republican. But like I said, I, I, I would support just I, it's like it sounds like inhumane, like putting them away. But it's like it's. There, there needs to be professionals that can deal with this. Like it's, and what I will say to the conservatives is like, okay, you can't just like have a hands-off approach to it. You know what I mean? And, and expect it to be changed. Like you're gonna have to invest in the the problems already here. So you do yeah. have to somewhat spend your way out of it in a sense. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't. It isn't fucking. You know, give AOC a bunch of money. It isn't like shit like that. I just mean like you're gonna have to have people who can at least, 
you know, they're, they're down to fund the police. All I'm saying is fun, fun that shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like that, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's the way I live there. If they want to say we need to have a higher police budget, I don't necessarily even like hate that. And, you know, I used to, that used to be a take that used to irk me a lot, but I'm like, okay, I understand what you mean now, but like, you're going to have to do that. The same thing for these people that aren't necessarily committing a crime in the moment, but you know, for a fact, like this is just not the way a well-oiled machine doesn't run this way. Let's get to the cause of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Yeah. I have a, actually, you're, I'll tell a little person. This might be a little bit of a personal story. I was. Do you guys want? Because you're from you're Chicago right now, right? Correct. Yep. I and I have. So I have. A, I was semi homeless for a little bit of time in my earlier twenties. Uh, I don't know if did, Glenn. Did you ever? You want to hear this crazy story? It's pretty funny. I don't think I have. It's. Yeah. Uh, is this too personal for the pod? I don't know. I don't want to fucking it's you. I wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's care. like it definitely. It definitely wasn't like like a whole destitute situation you know like i was broke for sure like but it wasn't like i was basically i I would be in berkeley and i would be homeless for like three four days out of the week and then i'd take the bus and train home and go back and stay at my mom's place in like uh right you you know over the over the mountain basically (laughs) and uh, because i was taking some fucking classes in in berkeley to to so i could go back to school right Mm -hmm. and uh i was like whatever this will be fun it's berkeley you know like what nothing bad will happen right and uh and like nothing really did, you know, it's like, it's pretty, it's one of the chiller places to be homeless. And I was, you know, obviously I wasn't on drugs or anything like that. I was literally just like taking classes and I was broke and I had nowhere to stay, you know, kind of thing. I'm going to, let me snopes that real fast. Uh, yeah, it says dude. you were on drugs kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, yeah, yeah, research uh, chemicals and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. But I remember, well, I just got to tell this one story, but, it, and then the Chicago comes, comes into it too in a little bit, but, uh, um, like everything was fine i just had a sleeping bag i found a spot it was like pretty chill and i had a gym membership at the university you know so i'd, I'd wake up literally at like 6 a.m before anyone came and just like go work out and take a shower and like i had a credit card with like a thousand dollar limit so i just buy like indian food once a day at the buffet and like just like i ran up like a credit card over like a semester you know and uh <laughs> just like 12 bucks a pop kind of thing mm-hmm. and just like gorge myself and then one time i had my sleeping bag and i I woke up and it was fucking like, it was like 5.30, like right before the gym opened and it had rain. It was like a freak rain and I was so freezing. And then I go into the, like I waited for the gym to open. I go into the gym and I look in the mirror and I just start laughing because like I was so cold. My like my left eye wouldn't even open, you know, it took like 15 minutes for it to fucking. And then like it was like everything was all good, you know, but I was like, holy shit, like this is the real deal. Like it's not just like you know like if if the second the weather gets bad it can be fucked you know and then i took the train um because i i i went back to school and i took the train back east through chicago like i I did the whole like three-day journey kind of thing and uh and then i got off the train because the chicago was the one stop you had to switch trains you know Mm. Uh, it was like the main amtrak stop so i got off and i was just messing around in chicago for for like half a day in the middle of winter and uh and they're like it was like fucking freezing and the homeless people look so sad and destitute and here i am coming from like berkeley yeah i just was like homeless a couple days like it was cool man you know Mm -hmm. and then i got like people begging me for quarters like fucking freezing their ass off and i was like oh man it's like a totally different vibe 
depending where you are, you know, being homeless, right? It's like well, yeah, and Berkeley, versus... ho- Berkeley homeless is totally. Like, oh, it's easy. That, mode, yeah, dude. it's fucking. Yeah, that's it's... like bohemian. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. That's just yeah, like it's... that's just like you know, chilling. You know, that's like a like a like one of those '90s like grunge movies or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, and like, oh, okay. Further prove my point. Vindicated from the last time. Like it was like okay. I never, I never even knew that about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like there, there's, there's a thing, there's a diff, there's degrees of homelessness. For sure. all ta- everybody pretends that like they're having an argument about, well, no, this is, this is the homeless person I talk to. And uh, uh-huh. it's like, no, we're all talking about the same one. Yeah. Let's just, let's, we're all talking about the same ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are we doing with those ones? That's yeah. the issue. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not the fucking research chemical guy taking classes at Berkeley. Yeah, no, not that guy. It's not that guy. But yeah. the, but it, it you know it's you, are you Hamilton Morris? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I came out of my trip and then I wasn't homeless yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it was it was legit fun. Save for that one night where like my eye wouldn't open because the rain was so fucking freezing. Dude. Like that. <laughs> like, yeah. It was a uh, yeah. It was no big yeah yeah exactly uh, but yeah then I, I literally went through chicago and i like i was sobered dude i was like holy fuck man this is like people die out here on the streets dude it's crazy yeah, yeah. it gets it gets cold i mean that's the thing about california right it's like you've got your you know chopo da and you have insane nice weather. weather right yeah it's a, home, it's, a combo. Home it's a home game for you yeah yep yeah yeah it's wild and uh yeah so well, I had one last thing I had to talk to uh, my fitness feelings, but I think it was actually the, the reason I like instantly reached out to him was I found this this tweet that, that struck a nerve with me in, in a very good way. Um, you know, you I always like the way you pop out. You you tweet like Kanye, um, <laughs> where where like you're just like he's back, he's back. Oh shit! That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like it's so cool. You know, I mean, you it's definitely a different style for sure, but just the the, the rate and the tempo of it um, is like that. But you had. Uh, you had basically said, um, and I'll just read the tweet. It says, uh, without God, it's impossible to reach a truly skeptical position. You will always find yourself attached to some unverifiable story about the material world. The decline of religion was also the end of skepticism. This is interesting. This is really interesting to me. And I just wrote before, before I hand it over to you, I just like I've kind of come to that conclusion i and not that summed up a conclusion i didn't know i actually came to but i did you know and um you know it, it sounds kind of almost tired now to say it but like you know to just use even COVID as a catch-all thing but like it kind of is to me it that kind of made me more in touch i was raised catholic and kind of had a soured view on it but after a while like you know on christmas i actually like had covid and I couldn't see my family on Christmas because we all had it, you know, and they're just like, we're, not, we're just going to do it next week, you know. And uh, but I was just real lonely because I'm real, real tight with my family. And so, you know, <laughs> in the most like 2022 way possible, I like turned on a YouTube, a YouTube Catholic church mass. <laughs> um, and I just I found like this really like awesome one. And the priest was really good. And I was just like, holy shit, like I needed that. You know, and my wife had always been telling me I needed something like that, you know, and, and she's she's very religious. And uh, but I, I felt that. But then I, you know, I always had this subconscious where I was like, well, man, if I do get back into like, God, I'm just going to become this like fucking uniform, like straight arrow guy that doesn't question anything around him and stuff. And it's like, no, it's quite the opposite. It heightened my skepticism. Like you just said, mm-hmm. it's just like because, you know, 
for one, you're not trying to solve everything in the world. That's the other thing. Like when you're when you are believing in something beyond your 82 years of, of, of life expected expected on here, um, you do tend to be like, well, OK, like, you know, look at look at people who are constantly trying to optimize the way they look or how they're referred to, you know, uh, is a big, big thing now. I'm not trying to yeah. get down that rabbit hole now, but I don't know if and then they definitely don't want to hear this, but I don't know if those people. I don't know if those people go down that path knowing that there's a greater picture, you know what I mean? Knowing there's a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. You don't want it. You're not, you're not on this hourglass thing where it's like, well, I'm going to die. I could die whenever. So I need this to happen, you know? And, and um, you know, but I need to, I need, if I'm given 82 years on this earth, I need to optimize every single moment. And for me, it made me much more of a skeptic, but it also made me at peace with my flaws, you know, mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, like, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of me, you know what I mean? This is me. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm not saying any one religion. I'm not one of those people. I'm not saying like we need a, like a Christian society, any of that stuff. But I think you need to believe in something other than what the fuck is running this country right now. Like these people who are just on like a death race, like a death spiral yeah. or and, and they're constantly trying to buy time to where they can create like a transhumanist society and something. And, and then, you know, that kind of just like bypasses God. And yeah, so, Bill, Bill Gates isn't Catholic. He's not fucking Muslim. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not. He's not fucking. He's ruining shit. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that that, yeah. one, I, that one struck a nerve with me. I was like, man, I all of a sudden like my I got like anime Homer Simpson anime eyes, like where it's like <laughs> you know, my eyes just like my pupils got really big, and I just fucking lost myself for like five seconds thinking about that. But, oh, damn. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I'm not. I yeah. I had kind of. I mean, I had sort of a similar experience during COVID. I guess kind of rediscovering religion, I guess. And I, um, I was thinking there's a guy, his name is, his name is Paul Tillich. I think he's dead now, but he was a theologian or something in the uh, 20th century. But I, I was thinking like, you know, people think about faith, right? They, well, I have, I have a couple things. One, I think people think about faith as it's just like, oh, it's just like a belief in something. But I think it, it is that, but I think it's, it's more than that. And he, he describes faith as, an ultimate concern. It's sort of like a orientation of your, you can even say being, right, towards, you know, something. And, and you know, it could be God, right? But it, for a lot of people, you know, these days, like you're saying, it's not, you know, it's the nation or it's science or, you know, the whatever, current, right? The current thing. It's the current thing, Ukraine, or it could just mm -hmm. be yeah. even like people, you know, that are obsessed with like, you know, competing and getting status in the like, you know, yeah. economy of whatever, trying to move up the chain, move up the ladder, you know, and so forth. And I think, and so if you think about that, right, you've got like two things. So you have, you have the faith of the person, you have the orientation or the concern of the person. And then on the other hand, you have what that faith is being placed in. And if you're, if you put your faith in God, what you have is a relation between uh, a finite being, like, you know, a human mm -hmm. who is then experiencing something infinite, right? Like mystics would call that, um, like, or would kind of refer to that almost as like God experiencing himself, right? Mm -hmm. You can almost like yeah. lose yourself in that a little bit. You can become a part, feel like you're kind of become a, like a part of something greater. It, you kind of overcome the subject object distinction a little bit. But like for people who, don't orient themselves towards God, right? Like you're putting your faith in something that's basically finite. Like it may yeah. be bigger than you, you know what I mean? Like science is bigger than me, but it's ultimately, it's not infinite, right? Like it's going to run out. Like at some point, 
you're going to exhaust that resource, no matter how good it feels at first. And when you do exhaust it, you know, you're going to be disappointed and alienated, right? Which is always, it's why you have to keep having these current things because, you know, it only goes so far. You got to move on to something else. And I feel like people today, they, you know, it's like each time you get disappointed, you know, you either become really cynical, right? Or you become just almost like more obsessively attached to each new thing yeah you know that's not good like neither of those things really is good and i for me what i've discovered is that you know i've been able to i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of a cynical person i'm i i would say i'm definitely a skeptical person but i'm only really able to maintain that because i i do believe that there is something higher there's something more than this life and so it's i'm not it helps just to kind of not be so attached to all these things you know all these things that kind of come up it it's really very it's very comforting you know it's very comforting in in a way that i think a lot of this other stuff you know it really is no and you and you go through i i think what you brought up about like constantly the current thing being the new deity that you support i i think what what so important about that is that it they are finite and that you do watch them die and you know, you can see certain people who maybe, maybe check out after a while. Right. And that's, that's the word. I mean, that's, that's like kind of the end game, at least in your mind is kind of just checking out and saying like nothing matters anymore. But when you have something, you know, infinite in your life, you can never actually fully check out. Right. Yeah. Now you can, now you can know that maybe your life is in someone else's hands, or at least your destiny is in someone else's hands, but that doesn't necessarily mean you don't care, you know? But for some of these people, when you've watched, okay, oh man, Bernie, I thought we were going to get socialism. Oh man, that's gone now. Like, you know, that, that kind of follows that path where like all of a sudden you just become this guy who doesn't care about anything that happens anymore. And eh, is it even happening? I, I don't know. Who cares? You know or I mean? Bernie loses and you become obsessed with COVID because you have nothing else in your life. Exactly. Yeah, true. They're, they're, which way, yeah. right? They're both horrible, right? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, which is like a yeah. choose your own adventure type thing. And, and that, and it's like, I, I don't even harp on like so much having it being God. I mean, that's what it is for me. But, you know, I, you know, Ty, any of our older listeners, we've had some wild things about extraterrestrials and stuff that we talk about yeah. and, and things like that. Like, it doesn't have to be that, but like, I am in the same way that Sai said a couple episodes that you might have somebody who's like a carnivore or like some hardcore, like paleo guy or health experiment guy. You, you might, even as a, as a person who's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, you might get a little horseshoe theory yep. and be like, I, I at least identify with that thought pattern. Yep. I can identify with somebody who might believe anything, but just has, you know, and on the, on yeah. conversely, like I, I believe more of these anti-religion types like Sam, Sam Harris, et cetera, if they didn't exhibit religious thinking in every other aspect yeah. of their, it's a void that I mean? everyone, it's a void that is inevitable. It's a void that yeah. no, it, it, you, you either have something in the void or you, or there's a fucking cavernous hole that you constantly are like putting these like disposable things in, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think too, it's it, there's like this weird element where it's sort of like the more you resist that, the more it controls you, right? It's always yeah. like the people that are the like I mean these new atheists, they're they're more religious seeming to me than yeah. like most religious people that I know, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, and and yet they're constantly talking about how religion is bad and how they're transcending it and all this stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's oh. it, that's yeah, it's like I mean COVID, right? It's like but that I think really is 
it's such a key point that they don't get is that the, the position of the position of these people is always this position of like essentially false transcendence. Like they always think that they found the way out of this, you know, right? But like yeah. that is this, right? Like that just is what everyone who's in that thing thinks that they are the ones that kind of escaped it. I think the closest you get to escaping it is by realizing uh, this is maybe sounds a little zen, I'm sorry, like, but I, it is really what I believe is that like you can't really escape it. It's just kind of, yeah. you have to kind of embrace that, embrace yeah. that more than yeah. like fighting it like tooth and nail. And then by embracing it, you kind of get a little freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I know you like Ricky Gervais literally still does comedy with fucking like a thorn, a crown of thorns on. And he's like, I'm oh. Jesus. See, it doesn't matter. It's just like, dude, you're fucking like 55 years old. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and he can't stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he cannot stop doing that. I mean, he could if he actually did that, but like he's always <laughs> gonna have to fill that like void of 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 just like you know fighting nature essentially. You know what I mean? Like fighting human nature to to which you know. And people always think you know, oh, there's this cabal of like evangelical Christians that run the that that are still like running things. Like if you talk to like some you know like people in their forties, like libs in their forties and fifties, they still think like evangelical Christians like call the shots in in america and it's like nah it's crazy That's yeah you're not, like not stop it you know what i mean like just you there is nothing that is going on i mean like you know you see the way culture is like and 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 the fact is also too just even some kind of like you know it, it keeps you disciplined right like it keep the, being religious about something keeps you disciplined right unless it's the current thing right because i know people who have changed their politics three or four times in the last like two years man like you know and and not in a good way not refining not just like learning more but just constantly like playing simon says like oh this is okay we're doing this yeah yeah cool cool you know and and that is i think truly now like an agnostic society is kind of the easiest way to do authoritarianism oh yeah you know, oh, like, yeah. I, and like people, would, you know, you're always sold it in the past. No, man. Like, you know, of course, like if you had like a religious fanatic society, like, yeah, probably, you know what I mean? Like you could probably control it that way, too. But like, I don't know in 2022 that you get that anymore just because we're not homogenous and stuff like that. You're never going to get everybody to believe. Yeah. Thing. But you can get a lot of people to just not believe what they were raised on. Well, you know, we're, you. Yeah. We're, we're in the 20 percent. What I like about what's happening now is do you guys follow Rupert Sheldrake at all? You know, yeah. Rupert sheldrake the he's like the scientist but he's 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 christian he you know he did the whole you know path went back to you know went from atheist and then he lived in india and then you know did all that thing and what i like about what's happening now is is um yeah he's a great i love that guy british guy british chap but he um what i like what's happening now like i i i see spirituality as you know having your own experiences of life broadly put or your own mystical experiences you're not you're not hearing it from someone else you're not yeah you know you're listening to your own intuition you're having your own experiences you know be it in meditation or or whatever you know and just for the record i'm largely like i would consider my my favorite little niche is taoism i far. do i do fuck with and that. yeah you know yeah yeah it's it's rad right partly because it's so it's just so out there but it's also so practical it's really soothing too and yeah it's also it's also not butting heads with what you currently believe exactly yeah there's no like i mean only a little everything. bit maybe here and there if you want to get nitpicky but like not really you exactly. can you can incorporate that if you're not 
if you're open, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can incorporate that into pretty much anything that you believe. Plus those guys just mastered how to live a human life, like longevity and, mm-hmm. you know, what herbs to take, just all the, like, the actual practical things, you know. Uh, but what I like what's happening now is, like, the, there's this whole... If you look at what science, science is literally trust science, right? It's the new mm-hmm. fucking trust. Just, just trust me, bro. Like as a priest, like just, you know, you're five years old, take your pants off in front of me. Don't tell your parents, just trust me. Ca- you know, Catholic priest kind of vibe, right? It's like, that's literally what science is literally molesting us. And fucking, <laughs> this is a weird take. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to send know, that to our social promotion team to put that on a thumbnail. Yeah. Of, you know, uh, yeah. Science you know is molesting like, me and it won't stop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, yeah. you know what I'm saying though, right? Where it's like, come on, like why, what, what are we trusting here? You know? And it's like, is it evidence? Cause it, that's not what doesn't no. seem to be. Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. So what I like what's happening now is there seems to be, yeah. Like most people that I, that I de- are, and I think it does take some courage to identify as religious in today's society. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. like where it's like, where most it's almost like the not like it's countercultural or anything but it's it's where no it is what yeah okay yeah let's yeah. say that where it's like in the states that us three live in yeah for sure yeah, yeah where where if you do it's almost like a sign it's almost more of a sign if you've if you've circled around it, it's almost more a sign that you're you're open-minded and you're willing to explore other things yeah than a lot of what's going on today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. the other thing too, is it really like any religion, like Taoism or Christianity or, or Islam, it, yeah, you can kind of use it to like whip people up into like a frenzy or try to send them off against somebody else, but it's pretty established, right? Like there's a book there are, there's books and there's like interpretations. You can't just make it all up. But yeah. now like they can just literally invent like a new thing, like a completely yeah. new thing that, perfectly serves their tailored yeah. little interest at any given time and you, you could just couldn't do that in the past like it wasn't it just wasn't possible and that's it's a lot more effective and, and just dangerous too i think honestly yeah and i and i i mean i'll be real dude i, I think there's an issue there was a big push on churches early from covid for that reason for but sure one of the first one of the first things that you saw when like everybody even like everybody was really scared of just the virus itself was just like these fucking conservatives won't stop going to their churches. Like, and you know, you'd see the videos of like in like Poland and stuff where they couldn't do go to church and like people were breaking it up and it's stuff. It's like, Hey man, people start talking in those communities, people like-minded people, they start talking to each other and they could probably come to the conclusion a lot earlier than, you know, uh, the Saturday Night Live sketch that sketch that came out where they admitted it was all bullshit, you know, a couple yeah. months ago. Like, of I'm, course. you know, you'll get you'll get the news a little bit easier there because you know you have to get rid of all communities. And I think some of the strongest communities, whether you believe in a good or a bad way, whatever your view on religion is, some of the strongest communities are the religious communities. Yeah, they they are. And the other thing about religion is, like, if you really believe there's a heaven or that there's some kind of, if you're Buddhist, that you're going to, you know, you can reach enlightenment or reincarnation or, you know, whatever it, your thing is, right? Or aliens are going to, you know, beam you up. I mean, it, that, that's, there's, that's something more than just mere existence. You know, like, I remember, uh, I think it was the, uh, Agamben criticized the Pope for, like, quarantining and, like, you know, wearing a mask and, like, not, like, seeing anyone or whatever. It's kind of like, 
you know, the, the, the religious attitude or like a spiritual attitude is kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, okay, maybe you're going to get sick and die. But if you really think that you're going to go to heaven, like you're literally the Pope, you know, like maybe, like maybe you shouldn't be so worried about that. Right. And that's mm. kind of like, that's a valid choice. I think that people can make, it's like, okay, maybe I would rather go to my church or my like weird UFO meeting or whatever it is and just die and take my chances yeah. and live yeah. in like here forever. You know, because I believe that there's something more important than just existing in a fucking pod. Yeah. And that's why I, I have, I've, I've always in my past, I, and I, I, I think this is a little genetic because I think a lot of people in my family do this too, but like, I've always kind of like, I've clowned on people like for being like super into certain things. Like, even though myself, I'm like a rabid sports fan, but like, you know, certain things like how, how's somebody into that shit, uh, you know, laughing. But now I've come to realize that I, if I find somebody that's into literally anything, like just into it earnestly, not doing a bit, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, liking this ironically and stuff like, no, they just get really into it. What well, I don't care. Painting Warhammer dolls and shit. I don't, any <laughs> of that stuff. I don't care. Like, even if I can't understand the appeal of that product, I, I tend to just like seeing somebody enjoy something earnestly. Cause I think, especially as like men, we're supposed to not care and just kind of like detach from everything. Well, this, okay. So what you just brought up is what I, I tweeted about this, but I wanted to bring this up the last part, especially with the, the plant-based thing that mm-hmm. with Serena that we're talking about, uh, there, there's like an attack on sincerity now. Oh, we're like, yeah, I fucking I, hate it. I fucking hate this. Where like, if you're into something, it's cringe. If you're into anything, it's cringe, you know? And it's like, who was it that said they like that about this? Like you don't, you're not like you guys aren't like ironic and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, I've like never. I mean, like we might make jokes. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like we're not. Yeah, it's no, like, it's like I don't think we ever were. You. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I think we're always out on that shit where it's like it's, it's just corny, you know? It's yeah, like, it's I, weird. Yeah, it's weird. And and yeah, I you're right. It's just like a war on sincerity. And I think that, you know, just just be like into what you're into, man. Like just just like just yeah. just immerse yourself in it, man. Because like this this nihilistic, like, you know, just covid turning everyone into like this insane alcoholic inside their house and and just watching whatever's on TV and stuff like that's That's not the way everybody knows. No. it's not the way. Even the libs now are going to use it as like their fitness journey after this shit. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be like, oh. I spent two years inside faithfully and now I'm back on it. You know, like they're, they're, you're still going to start seeing all that stuff. Now everyone knows that's not the way to live. So fill the void with something constructive and it can be a lot, you know, I'm not even going to tell you it's got to be this one thing either, you know, and like it's, it's, it's just, I, I, I think what, you know, as you said beautifully in the thread, like give, give religion a try. If you haven't already, even if you're a little jaded from your childhood, do it on your terms. Cause a lot of times people don't like, you know, religion and stuff because they're, they fucking were forced to, it's the same thing with reading. I had to, I had to teach myself how to, I've had to teach myself how to read again. Yeah. And I, and nobody, and nobody wants to admit it, but I know anybody who's got fucking as many hours of screen time as I do has to teach themselves how to read. Oh, it's bizarre when you start reading again. It's like, what the Fuck, yeah, where you just crazy. stare, you stare at a paragraph, and then you're just like, "Well, onto the next one." And you're like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just like, "Well, I, I spent a lot of time on this paragraph. Let me just move to the next." Like, and yeah. and that's and and like, I had to teach myself how to do that again. So like, you're you 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 have to realize like, if you were in a state that had a lot of like lockdown measures, whether you were the based one or not, like you probably got used to a different style of life, whether it's work from home or anything like that. But get man, get back into something. You know, learn, learn to read again, you know, learn to learn to have some faith in something again, because you're it's desolate out there unless you believe in like this insane libtard flying spaghetti monster thing. You know what I mean? Like, 
like it's it's desolate it is a it is a horrible it's worse than anything i'm sorry like it's worse than anything it's worse than any religion i'll tell you that right now like it's it is worse than anything so just do anything to avoid that but just know that you are you can't just do nothing because eventually you'll get drawn back into that yeah amen yeah that's, yeah, that's well, good stuff well man I, I appreciate you coming through dude like that was, that was really good real good talk yeah thanks for having me i enjoyed it Always a do you have, do you, do I do you, do you have anything to promote? I don't. No, I mean I I always like feel like I'm always like about to have something or whatever, but no. So I mean it's just like Twitter. Okay. Well, oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, I that's mean, right. hey, I mean the threads are great. So if that's if that's what you're gonna promote, just follow him on uh, on Twitter. I think I have your uh, your at right here. So uh, at Fitness Feelings with a Z. Uh, follow him on Twitter. There you can get all his. Uh, all his good takes here. And uh, thanks again, man. Um, we're rare candy. Buy a shirt. If you want to support us, buy a shirt, buy a hat, whatever, anything like that. The, uh, the store will always be in the description and uh, he's crypto. Sci. I'm Glenn Rockney. See you guys later. Peace. All right.